the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, uh, Our motto and philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And we've got a lot to talk about on the show today. Uh, We've... uh, we're going to kind of start out. We're going to review the the year 2022, and then we're going to get, give you try to give you some ideas where where we think things are going in in 2023. So first, well, 2022 starting off. Uh, well, first, I always want to start off about the importance. It's year end right now. Now's the time to change up your 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 401k plan, your different types of plans. If you haven't, if you're not saving enough money, and you know if you're not, uh, now's the time to make that New Year's resolution and start putting away that money for the new year. Uh, you, you're going to have to protect yourself in the future. Uh, you're going to have to have the savings to do it. So 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 take that leap and, and save aggressively, and, and and then and then that'll get you where you need to be for for your retirement. Now, 2022, I tell you what, it was a great year for the Max Out Savings Show. I mean, we, we, I, th- I think I was, I'm really pleased how we've done this year. Uh, uh, the, uh, the show, we, we really tried to bring you, we try to bring you ideas. We try to bring you things we, we think that you should know about, how to protect your wealth, how to protect your retirement savings, how to build it up. Uh, it, 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 we at the beginning of last year, uh, actually late 19, December of 19, we talked about that the tech, the tech stocks were, were materially overvalued. I think we, we wrote that they were like 27% of the S&P 500. This was way out of line with, with what they were earning, uh, the, the PE ratios. Uh, we, 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 we also said we didn't think – we, we said that the valuations were so big that once they started going down, there was not enough money to keep them up. That was that was pretty. We were very defensive coming into the new year. That was pretty accurate, probably more accurate than almost anyone else out there. Uh, we we you know, we told you about that. We wrote that about in our Max Out Savings Report, which is a free report, completely free. We don't even call you up. We don't bother you at all. We send out the report. Uh, just go to maxoutsavings.com. That was what we talked about when we laid out the case for, for 2022. Uh, we said inflation was not going to be transitory. We said that through 2021 as well, uh, and uh, we were correct there. Uh, the uh, we, we said interest rates were going up. 
with, with the inflation. Uh, and, uh, you know, we started the year, uh, Fed, Fed funds were one in, uh, point, point, uh, uh, one and a quarter percent. It actually, that might be 0.125%. And, and the, uh, the the tenure was at 163 and the CPI was at seven and a half and it, it made no sense that interest rates were this low. So so what we 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 looked at is you know we just felt interest rates were were were, were too low and, and had to go up. Uh, yeah, the Fed funds actually was at 0.125 percent. That's what I wrote down. But it, it, it was so low. They, but the CPI was at seven and a half percent, and we said interest rates are going up, and this was going to pressure the market, which it, it did. And, and so I, I think our outlook for for twenty two did a very good job. We predicted higher interest rates, lower stock market, continued inflation, uh, and, and it all came through. The other thing that happened is is the the the, the, uh, the war in the Ukraine uh, with with Russia and, and Ukraine. There, looking at it, we, you know, we were pretty much on target with that as well. We, we, we th- that war started in, uh, I, I want to say the 19th uh, of, uh, uh, I think February 19th. It went a week or two. We, we were out uh, talking about this, laying out the case that this was a severe problem. We, we, we said they were making a huge mistake with their, with the, uh, with their. Uh, let me pull it up here. When we talked, we said the sanctions were going to cause a huge problem. We said that it was going to lead to a bipolar financial system, which is exactly what happened. And we said this was going to be big. This was going to cause major problems over the long term. We said it was going to be inflationary as well. We were right on that. We pointed out. This was within a week of the, of the war starting. We were we were ahead of almost everybody out there. The people who were listening to the Max Out Savings Show were able to protect their assets, and, and, and so. So, so what we saw this, we saw this coming. It, it was a shock uh, to many people what happened. But, but if you if you just went and looked at it, uh, you know, and, and studied the situation, you could sort of see really where this was all going. And so that's pretty much what's happened. And as as the year went on, in that March April uh, the March April timeframe, uh, we we sat there and said, look, we're going into a wartime economy. Wartime economies are not in, are, are inflationary, and I think that's going to be. I think we were we were correct on that. We we brought this to you ahead of almost anyone else out there. The the other thing is. Uh, the, you know, we talked about the, the changing of the guard uh, 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 from tech stocks to value stocks and inflation, uh, and we said this is a big thing. The, the, the age of deflation is over, 30 years of inflation. We're going into an inflationary time, uh, and we were correct on that. So overall, uh, we were very fortunate this year, uh, you know, bringing this stuff to you. Uh, it, 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 and, 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 and so what type of year did we get? I mean, looking at some of the numbers, it was a pretty catastrophic year if you didn't know what you were doing in this market. It, it, what, we, what we talked about yeah, it, last year or this year was, if we talked the year before, we said, look, the error of the 60-40 indexing and 60-40% indexing in stocks, 40% indexing in bonds, and just letting it ride and, and you know, uh, it's over. It, you know, we've had 25, 30 years of declining inflation, declining interest rates. 
Uh, every time there's the least little bit hiccup in the economy, the Federal Reserve floods the world with money, and, 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 it, and it was a perpetual motion machine, and we said that's over. It's you have to you're going to have to be much more targeted and understand what 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 type of world you're in, and then make the investments accordingly. And that was that was pretty much very much on target. At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a 60-40 stock and bond portfolio, but but we manage inside it, understanding these parameters. And so I I think the era of indexing is over. Uh, again, it, it it rode up, it rode up deflation, falling interest rates, 30 years of this, and a Federal Reserve uh, that could flood the system with money. And, and 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 that all changed with rising interest rates, rising inflation. Inflation's not going to go away. Uh, it, and 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 so, so you know, what 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 do we do? So so what happened during the year? Is, let me just kick over to some some notes I have. A, a couple of things. So so what did what did we get by the end of the year? We had the S and P five hundred down. Uh, 18, actually, I've got 19.95%. The, 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 the NASDAQ, which we warned you about at the very end of, December, of November, December, the year before, we said you need to be careful, it's in trouble, was down 33.9%. Extraordinary. But it was, it, it was also the bond market. The U.S. government credit was down, uh, Dow Jones, 13.45. The U.S. corporate bond index, 15.6%. These are Huge drop. This is the first time since the 1970s that the stock and the bond markets went down at the same time. This, this is the most disastrous performance for indexing in, in the 60-40, 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio that in, in U.S. history. It was, depending on what you look at, the third or the fourth worst performance for the stock market. Uh, so it was it was it was across the uh, across the board a bad year, and, and and some things did well. The other thing we talked about was at the beginning of twenty two, uh, and our outlook was oil and gas. We talked about oil and gas and commodities, it, and then and then as soon as the Russian war started, within a week we said we looked at the numbers. We looked at the production numbers for wheat, for corn, for Russia and the Ukraine. We looked at the production numbers for oil and gas. Uh, I, I think uh, Russia's maybe number three in oil and number four in gas or vice versa in the world. They were going to be shut down. And so we were able to sit there and determine that, look, these things are going to be in short supply. So you want to be in that sector. So natural gas was up 12 percent this year. Uh, West Texas crude up 16 percent. Wheat's up 2 percent. Soybeans up 21 percent, 22 percent for corn. There was there was money to be made in the markets this year. If, if you understood the world and you understood the, the thinking and, and you weren't just looking on the back, how we were able to come up with this is, is we've got, I don't even want, we have decades of money managed experience. We studied extensively the 1970s to understand what type of world it is. We're much similar to the world with inflationary slower economy. It's so we were able to understand and, and navigate through this. It, 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 we have too many people looking back at the last 10 or 15, 20 years, you know, running regression analysis or, or, or you know, looking at, at different parameters. That, that, that world is gone. Okay, the, the, what you have to understand is 
If you look at 1999, if you look at, at, at 2008, the world was all together. There were one group of people. Anytime there was a problem, the world pulled together and solved the problem. That world is gone, okay? The, 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 you know, I mean, I don't know how the, the Russia-Ukraine war started. Uh, you know, look, Russia invaded. Uh, did, did, did the U.S. and NATO do everything they could to stop it? No, they clearly didn't. And, and so here we are. It, 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 and the result of that war uh, is, is we're moving from a unipolar worldwide uh, environment to where everybody pulls together to, uh, to a bipolar system. And, and, and this, I think, is going to be one of the, the key things going forward. And we're going to discuss this in the show for our outlook here in the next couple segments for 2023. But, but the key thing to understand, what happened in 2022 was – it, it, well, inflation was coming back in 21. It was finally recognized. And, and, and at the same time, the, the world is not pulling together anymore. Everybody is not pulling together. In 2008, nine, you know, the Chinese came out with it and, and boosted their economy to try to stabilize world demand. And we're all in this together. No, we're not in this together. I mean, that the, the legacy of Joe Biden is is in his sanctions at the Ukraine and war is he completely altered the world. And we're going to deal with this. He completely altered the world. The United States is going to have slower growth. And and, and 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 a lower standard of living because of it going forward. I understand he felt this was an opportunity to take down Russia, but he's we're going to pay a huge price for it, and it's not over yet either. So so I think this is something that that that's going to continue to manifest itself. And so if you look, if you understood the world today, if you were able to think and rationalize and understand the world and understand past history not just the last 10 or 20 years, but understood history, looked at the 1970s, looked at the, at, the, at, the, at the 1960s, the 1950s, the 1940s with World War II, looked at the 1930s with the Depression, looked back in time and understand these cycles as they come back around, you, you can do pretty well and understand and protect your wealth. Going forward, it's going to be more important than ever to protect your wealth because I suspect before this is done over the next couple of years, you're going to see massive wealth destruction. We've just seen we've just seen twenty trillion dollars worth of wealth destruction this year. It's completely disastrous for many people, and 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 it's probably going to sit there continue. And you have to understand how to manage through this. Anyway, so I tell you, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. In times like these, everyone could use a hand. Instead of standing around losing ground, fighting for the promised land. It's so hard to tell if this is heaven or hell, and I can never measure by degrees. But it's sure getting warm around here in times like these. In times like these, do I really need a billionaire? The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, 
we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're discussing uh, the, the world today, uh, kind of our outlook for 22, and then we're, uh, how we did in 22. We're also discussing where, where we're uh, where uh, where we're going to go for 2023? But I wanted to. We sent out a free report, the Max Up Savings Report, uh, and I wanted to, this was this was written I think two days before the Russian invasion, and uh, before Russia actually came in. Uh, uh, this is uh, on Thursday. The market was down 622 points on fear of a Russian invasion ramp up. The, the markets are, are, have been ignoring Russia and other macro issues. It's fixated on earnings and interest rates. The, the, the Russian invasion is a serious issue, not because of any concern about the Ukraine. Uh, we, 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 should, we should just agree not to have Ukraine join the, the NATO and leave, leave it in their Russia's sphere of influence. And, and the issue of sanctions, uh, the issue is that the sanctions that will be applied to Russia, this will cause energy prices to move materially over $100 a barrel. They went to 120 and will disrupt the world's economy. The stock uh, market is not prepared for this. If Russia is heavily sanctioned, it is our con- uh, sanctioned is uh, if Russia is heavily sanctioned, our concern is that Russia will move to form an alternate banking system with China. Every country in the world that that uh, every country in the world uh, would think that if the U.S. Uh, has a tip with them, they will be kicked out of the Swiss system or the glo- the global money transfer system for banks, uh, and, and then continue. Uh, it then continues. Uh, continues. will start to make backup. They will start to make up backup plans to avoid uh, the SWIFT system or, or, or what's happened. Uh, we actually, we, we, that didn't say that. The SWIFT system too. This will speed up 
Global de-dollarization, it put pressure on the dollar. Long-term, the U.S. dollar will decline. Any war, next paragraph, any war is generally inflationary. Even if we're not fighting it, we will still have an increase the spending to build up our military. This will cost money and be inflationary. Wars also increase the demand for commodities, more inflation. The Russian invasion scare is bullish for energy and precious metals. That was before Russia, two days before the Russia invasion. We, I didn't. I didn't realize that they would put the sanctions in and confiscate the the money at the at the Russians' money at the, at the Federal Reserve, uh, the central bank. But we laid out the case of what was going to happen two days before the war, before anybody. And this is what allowed us to to, to do well. So if you if you if you'd like to be on our free max out savings report list, go to a website maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. But that couple paragraphs right there is going to be the key to understanding 2023 as well. And again, this was written two days before the Russian really moved in on the invasion. Uh, and and what what this did is, is as Joe Biden uh, moved to, to confiscate Russia, I think they had like $900 billion in foreign exchange reserves. Those, those were frozen. Uh, and, and what that did is, is that it changed the world when he did it. I think they kicked them a Russia out of the SWIFT system. Uh, they, they, we, we, they, and then since we said you can't buy Russia oil and everything else, well, look, he, Joe Biden's doing a good job of, of, of cornering Russia, okay? But the guy is like a riverboat. Joe Biden is like a riverboat gambler. He's going all in. On, on a bet on this thing, and, and he's bet the future of the United States, and that was a mistake that was not in the best interest of the United States of America, period. It was a, it, it because the price we're paying is too high. It, it, going forward, we're going to see a deglobalization. Uh, what, what, that's, that's what we're going to see going forward, and, that's what, and I think it's going to affect our outlook for 2023. And and I think it's going to be a continuation of 2022. Uh, China, it, it, the, the big things we're going to have to watch out for is in 2023, and I'm going to cut through these, it's going to be, are we going to go into recession or not? Are our corporate earnings going to hold up? How is the war with Russia going to, going to maintain itself? And what's going on with China moving to to uh Put together a, a new current, uh, uh, the the, uh, the petro yuan uh, to make the yuan a global currency, and will they invade ta Taiwan? Those are going to be the big stories this year, and we're going to try to cover through some of those things. Override, overriding the whole thing is a couple things. The, we're in a wartime economy. The United States is. The only thing we're not doing is putting troops in there, you know, but we're giving the Ukrainians anything they want to fight Russia. It's starting to spread. The pipeline was blown up most likely by the U.S., the Nord Stream pipeline. This is this is a, a, a nasty war in the, in the sanctions. But every country that looked at that sees that the United States is trying to destroy Russia economically. Well, that's not a bad idea if the United States is under material threat and you got to do what you got to do. But to support the Ukraine, what's going to happen is, and this is the key, is every other country in the world looks at that and goes, well, uh-oh, if the U.S. gets mad at me, I'm going to get cut off in the banking system. They're not going to be able to buy my products. They're going to confiscate my foreign exchange reserves. 
I've got to come up with a solution. I need to sit down. I, I can't hold this many much of my foreign exchange reserves in dollars because they could get confiscated. I'm going to have to buy commodities, I'll stockpile oil and gas, metals, those things, gold, silver, uh, uh, grains. I, I, I'm going to go talk to the Chinese. You know, that way I've got kind of one foot on each side. And if something happens, I'm not completely cut off. It, 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 and so what that is, did is, and this is going to be one of the main drivers for the next five years or so is going to be, which is, which is, I don't believe is going to be a good outcome for the dollar in the end, end at all. Is is going to be this, is is the rise of of of, of the Chinese petrowide, the Russia, whatever, the alternative currency, currency that everyone is having to go to just to be on the safe side because of the, of the sanctions that Joe Biden put in place, and that is what's going to be driving things going forward. And so. That that it, it, you have to understand that, and you're going to have to start positioning assets in some different areas of the world, so you can have. It. What if the dollar collapses? What if there's? What if nobody wants our dollars? What? How are we going to fund our budget? You know, keep in mind, last time the, uh, uh, you know, we we had a big problem with inflation. They had to shut it down. I think the G, debt to GDP in the United States was about a hundred and. It was about 33, 35%. It's now 133% of GDP. Who's going to finance all this stuff? If the Chinese are out, everyone's out, the Saudis are out, you know, that, you know, nobody wants to finance, that could cause higher rates. But going forward, so this is going to be bigger issues that we're going to have to look at. So, so you're going to have to spread your assets out. Uh, you know, there was a story of, of it's like $90 trillion worth of derivatives out there. Uh, they came out in the Bank of International Settlement, trillion dollars, by the way, trillion dollars, of the, that are off the balance sheets of banks that could could blow up and could cause a big problem. And we looked into that. The majority of that is currency swaps in things. So, so, so everything is denominated in dollars. But in the future, you might not want to have everything denominated in dollars. It's like corporations, you know, they want to, they want to hedge their earnings, their sales overseas, or it's people in bond funds that are in overseas bond, global bond funds that are all dollar denominated. And so what they're doing is they're doing currency swaps. But but as people don't want the dollar, those currency swaps could have problems. But you're going to have to kind of continue to to to, to manage to avoid this this problem with the dollar that's coming. So so that's that's one thing to look for for 23. The the, the other thing to look at is as as we said, the war with Russia. Okay, that is going to continue. That's going to keep our economy hotter. We're producing huge amounts of of of, of, of military material. One of the things that the, the Ukraine Russia war has pointed out is the past wars. You know, the the Iraq War one and two, the Afghanistan War, Libya, uh, Grenada. You know, it was one thing after another. Look, these were quickie wars. You go down there, you deploy your troops, you shoot off, you know, 150 cruise missiles, and, and you know, drop, you know, drop, you know, a couple thousand bombs, and you're done. It, you know, th this this war is a war of attrition. I, I, I think, I, I think the total production of of of, of the M of the of the 155 millimeter uh, uh, howitzers. It's a one year's production is, I think, being it's either a couple of days or one week in Russia in the Russia Ukraine war. So, 
So they're blowing through these munitions like no tomorrow. We're depleting our, our missile, we're, our missiles. We're depleting our, our, our howitzers. We're depleting our, our smart munitions like crazy. We can't produce. And what this shows you, the wars of the future are going to take massive amounts of munitions, which is going to, which which we're which we're going to need to build out. So. So we understand this is going to be inflationary. This is going to take more raw materials. It's going to take more commodities. So commodities are still going to be a good place to be. Uh, now, the other thing with the war with Russia is, the, here's the question is, at some point, do we get a nuclear event? And I think, I think the, the probability of that happening is, is higher than the, than the, uh, than the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis uh, in the ni- early 1960s, it, because I don't think I think Russia feels like they're fighting for their life, and I think I think the U.S. is, is not going to get they're not going to book them any quarter, and, and so if, if if Russia tosses a tactical nuke, you know, at, at, at an airfield or something in the Ukraine, there's a possibility that the U- U.S. retaliates and takes out the Black Sea Fleet just to show they're just as tough. At that point in time, it, it's game over and the missiles start launching all over the place. And I think that is a higher because I think the U.S. is, is less afraid than, than people. Let me rephrase that. I think I think the people in the Biden administration that are running this show are, are less afraid of that than they should be. Uh, uh, you know, I, I really do. I think that's a higher risk uh, and, and, and it's a concern. And I don't think they really understand the ramifications of even a couple nukes going off to the financial system. And, 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 and I, I, think, I think they're all in you know, to, to win. And I don't think they're looking at, at the cost. And, and so I think that is a possibility that is more is more probable than people think. So that's a concern. The the other potential concern is will Taiwan will China invade Taiwan? I, look, I think they're going to eventually. The question is just when. Uh, if I'm China, I'm looking and go. Well, look, the U.S. is still short a lot of stuff. If we invade, they, they're still dependent on us. So so many products, we're better off doing it now. Uh, I, I think they have stockpiled. You know, there's a lot of stories out there about the stockpiling of of, of the of the uh, of the commodities by the by the Chinese, and, and the Chinese have 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 just have a huge amount of stockpiles of, of U.S. commodities. And let me see if I could pull that up here real quick. I actually thought I wrote it down, but I did not. Uh, let's see here. The, the, the commodities are, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it over the break. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're, uh, well, let me finish it. But, but they've stockpiled a huge amount of grains, oil and gas, uh, metals, uh, it, it, which which almost... You know, maybe there's two things. Either the rest, either the Chinese are going, look, we can't have any more dollars. Let's just buy oil and gas, aluminum, uh, soybeans instead, and stockpile them. Or look, we think there's going to be a war. We need the massive amounts of raw material. So the question is, so if if China invades Taiwan again, that's going to be a big event next year. And and I think those two things with Russia and China could be the wild cards. We've got to watch very carefully going forward. Now. So where we are in the United States right now with our economy, look, our economy is not in that bad a shape right now. Uh, the majority of almost everybody's predicting a, a recession next year. Uh, we think we're going to have 
we're not sure we're going to have a nominal recession, but we think if you, if we do believe we're going to have a real res, in, 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 in a recession in real terms, which means once you factor in inflation, uh, as we talked about, a wartime economy uh, is tip. They tend not to go into big recessions uh, because you're, you're trying to produce so much stuff. Now, real estate is clearly slowing down. I was talking to some bankers, to people, that, but to the bankers, you know, they, they're like really concerned for next year. They're seeing virtually no demand for building a houses, uh, and you're going to see a slowdown there. You're going to see a slowdown in the tech sector, but. But the manufacturing is going to hold up reasonably well. Uh, the defense sector is going to hold up very well. We're building a lot of chip plants and things like that. And we're moving, we're reshoring factories back to the United States because we've got to get them out of China. Remember, the bipolar world that, that we've created uh, is now coming about. And so we've got to get the factories back. And that's going to be helpful to our economy. So I think the I think the economy is going to be stronger than people anticipate. Now the caveat is if something in China goes wrong or if something in Russia goes wrong, then all bets are off. But 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 we're looking we're we're looking for a, a slowdown in the economy. We think corporate earnings are still too high. There's going to be additional pressure on a lot of companies to cut back. The consumer is 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 getting squeezed by inflation. You're seeing it. In, in, in food products and things, there, there, people are starting to really cut back. They, there was a lot of money in the system. But, but what you have to understand uh, about the economy is, is they pumped a lot of money into it. If, if you look at the, uh, if, if you look at the, uh, the uh, M1 is still up about 51% from where it was before, before the, before the, uh, the the, the 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 pandemic <laughs> that's a huge huge move up if you if you take a look at the at, at, at wealth wealth is still above what it is i think it's 110 billion according to isi 110 trillion dollars in wealth it's now i think about 140 somewhere somewhere in that but wealth is still up even though we've lost about 20 trillion dollars in the declines in the market and so this is kind of underfooting the, the economy, and there's still a lot of money out there. And so we're not looking we, – we think the economy is going to muddle through, and it's again, it's going to be have a very targeted thing uh, uh, here for, for 2022. Again, the indexes we don't think are, are going to be the place to be. It's going to be targeted. The, uh, the, the commodities, as we talk about, uh, this is going to be a sector that, that's going to do well. So we've got it coming up here on a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, and discuss more outlook, what sectors are going to do well right here, and how to protect your retirement right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you're nobody's business or your front page news, Folk rock country on Delta Blues Tell your truth however you choose And do it all for the sake of the song Yeah, hitchhiking, bus riding, rental cars Living rooms, coffee houses, run-down bars If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. 
Call the Max Out Saving Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Investments in uh, your retirement here on the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, a, a couple things. We, uh, I, I wanted to mention this. This is getting a lot of play about the, 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 the commodity stockpiles. This is a J.P. Morgan, I believe, said this, but it was... Uh, 80% uh, of China has stockpiled a number of commodities here recently. And 80% of the, of, the US, of the global copper stockpiles, it, it worked out to be 70% of the corn, uh, 51% of the wheat, 46% of the soybeans in the world inventory is in China. 70% of the crude oil reserves, keep in mind, we're drawing ours down so we can keep uh, oil prices low so, so the Democrats can do well, and 20% of the of the aluminum. And so, you know, there's a lot of talk. Look, are they doing this because they, they're trying to get out of the dollar? They're trying to, to, to do that. I think there's a possibility. And the other question that's, that's kind of in the back of people's minds is, look, are they getting ready for some type of war? And that's what we're not sure of. Uh, but but it, it goes back to 
commodities are going to be a big thing. Yes, you notice they've got 80% of the copper. Look, we're going to electrification of cars. It, you know, it, it, what everybody forgot about, you know, electric cars. Everyone's going to be driving around electric cars within five years and whatever. And they, what they forgot is, wait, how are we going to produce that much electricity? How are we going to transmit that much electricity? Where are we going to get the copper? Where are we going to get the aluminum to do that? And China thinks ahead. And, and you know, it, 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 you know, rather than, uh, you know, concerning themselves with uh, no no bond issues or trans transgender operations like they are in the United States. They're planning for their people, and, and, and so it, it it's something I, I think I think. But this confirms a, a couple things and our thinking. We think commodities are going to do quite well. It's going to be a continuation of this year. I, I looked at a lot of the commodities, and they've really sold off here over the last three or four months. Oil was one hundred twenty dollars. It's at eighty. Uh, it, 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 and I, I think it's. I think they're going to at least stay here and probably go higher. If we go into a bad recession, they could drop. But but China is coming out of a lockdown now. China has been in much worse lockdowns than we've been in. They they haven't been able to travel or do anything for a long time. And I just have a hard time. You know, if you look at the boom the United States had after the lockdown, it just seems logical the Chinese are going to be just like the Americans. They're going to want to get out. They're going to travel. They maybe want to buy a new car. There's no, you know, there's going to be different types of things that are going to want to do. Now, their, their property is 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 in a is in a, a huge decline over there, and, and that's affecting things. But but I think it's going to stabilize things uh, as as they reopen the country. It, and we're already kind of seeing that. Uh, looking forward, uh, we you know we think oil is going to continue to stay up. <laughs> Excuse me. Oil is going to continue to stay up. Uh, precious metals. Look, with, with, with this de-dollarization that's going on in the world, uh, Russia tied their the ruble to the gold in some cases. That's been very bullish. The Russians, the Chinese, numerous central banks around the world, the Chinese are buying all the gold they can get their hands on. And, 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 and the question is, is, are they going to, are they going to somehow tie the yuan uh, to some type of of gold type of thing. I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be in the mix. It's going to be a, a basket of commodities. And, and so gold and silver are going to do too well. And the other thing that's out there is over the last 25 years or 30 years, uh, the, 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 the big banks, particularly JP Morgan, have been able to put a, a, a caps on gold and silver by by using derivatives and and uh, selling their derivatives and uh, forward and then hedging them and, and pretty much controlling the market, knowing the Fed or, or no one really wanted gold or silver to go up. I think that that's a danger of of collapsing and that 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 it's it maybe it's not the next this. In twenty three, but twenty two four somewhere in that time frame that's going to happen. Remember, in a bipolar world, gold gold in particular is worth much more than it is in the past. In the past, nobody really wanted gold or silver to go up. And by nobody, I mean the big central banks. They wanted it kind of as an anchor. But if China, if Russia, if Saudi Arabia, if Iran, if Brazil, if different all these countries around Turkey, all these countries around the world suddenly decide that, look, we're trying to get out of the dollar, the gold is going to benefit from that. And, and, and so I think we're going to see something like that this year, maybe not right away, later in the year. I think precious metals are going to do quite well. Uh, 
uh, areas of concern. I still think that you're liable to get some relief rally on some technology stocks, but 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 most companies today they they they're trying to get their earnings. The economy is slowing down. They're dealing with inflation, and so they're trying to cut costs. And a lot of them are really looking at cutting costs by by eliminating, or at least maybe not buying the latest technological upgrades with the exception of Southwest Airlines. They've got to, have to do something. But but so so I think that you're seeing Salesforce missing numbers. You're seeing a lot of these companies that are just going, look, we or maybe they don't need as many uh seats on the on the on the software any way they can cut back. Because remember, if you're having to go and you're you're having to maybe get rid of employees or something or do layoffs, you know, it's much easier to sit there and, and cancel a software contract or cut back on the software than it is to sit there and fire an employee. And, and so I think it's going to continue there. The tech is still pretty expensive overall. <clears throat> the, the the other thing that, that that I think you could see some problems with is going to be the uh, is going to be some of the manufacturing stocks seem a little rich at 23 times earnings because if we go into a slowdown, I think that I think they're going to have some problems there. And so, I, I, you know, I, 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 we're watching those closely. I think there might be some opportunities there. Uh, stable type of demand type of situations, uh, things like the phone company, some of these things that are paying out big dividends are, are going to be a good place to be. Because if, you're, if the market doesn't do anything next year or goes down, the dividends cushion the fall. Uh, the 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 bond market the bond market we, we I think you want to continue to stay short to medium term we we have some long term bonds we bought for a trade and we were doing really well actually on them and it seems like to the day that 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 uh, that, uh, uh Senate uh, Majority Leader uh, what's his name the turtle Witten uh, passed the uh, passed the bill with the, the spending bill with the Democrats since then the the the, the long bond, the yields have been going up. And, and I think that this is such a big budget they push through. Again, it goes back to how are you going to have that big of a recession when you've got these massive government budget deficits that you're, you're funding through the system. And so, so, so those are all the, the inflation. So, so I think keep in mind, you can get uh, on, on the 10 year treasury, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the two year treasury, you can get a pretty good return on it. And if you just look at the, let me pull the latest things here. Bear with me just a second. Okay, the one-year Treasury right now is right is yielding four point seven three percent. The two-year Treasury is dropping some now. That's 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 about four point four percent. So it's going to. And if you look at the the ten year treasury, that that's that's a that's about to say it's about three point uh, uh, it's about three point seven eight. So you've got what's known as a an inverted yield curve, which means rates further out are are going down uh, because people think that the economy is, is going to slow down, and the Fed is going to try to keep rates up to make sure inflation goes away. A couple things to remember, inflation's about 7% right now. The, the, the Fed funds is about 4.5%. There's still 
you're still there's still less than an inflation. So yet we haven't really seen the economy slow as you know lending is not slowing down as much as people think it is out there. With, with and I think it has some to do with with the, with you know if you're dealing with seven percent inflation, you can you, you know if you're you're looking at, at uh, borrowing underneath that in some cases that that that's. That's not the, so. All of this is adding up to probably a, a big, big budget, big government deficit spending program passed a couple of weeks ago. To, to, to not as weak economy as Wall Street thinks right now, and I think that that's kind of our plan. And again, the two wild cards are Russia and China. If something blows up in Russia, big time, or if China invades Taiwan, those, those are going to be some big issues. And and uh, as, as we said, we like oil. Looking at the oil, you know, uh, uh, Xi Jinping is meeting with uh, the the, uh, he, uh, the the uh, the head of Saudi Arabia, and you know, they, they, they're 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 cutting deals. They're trying to get you know, they, they want to. What he wants to do is buy Saudi oil and then say, look, we'll we'll come in, we'll help you put in plants uh, and, and different things in 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 Saudi Arabia. You can buy things from us. Uh, we'll buy oil from you. You can buy Chinese products from us, and it's gonna, we're going to be much better than the Americans. Now, keep in mind. Remember when when Joe Biden met uh, met uh, the, the Saudi leader? What did he do? Remember the the fist bump? Yeah, yeah. And, and he was going to confront uh, confront the head Saudi leader about uh, the 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 the. the, the, the the journalist in Turkey, and we weren't going to do anything. Well, you know, the Saudis like, look, we don't need this, you know, crap from the Americans. We're going to just, you know, here and here comes China right in to, you know, take advantage of of the fool in the White House. It, 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 and so that's going to probably be oil is going to it's going to continue to do well. Uh, if you look at the globalist, the World Economic Forum, they've done everything they can to try to shut down oil production. Now, this is one of the reasons we're in the war with Russia is because they Russia's a massive oil and gas producer, and they want to get rid of Russia. They want to eliminate oil and gas. Well, well, the problem is that's backfired on. We, we, you know, for years, the last couple of years, we talked about Larry Fink wanting to quote defund oil and gas. Now, Texas is the Attorney General of Texas and Louisiana and uh, Missouri and other around the country are, are all going after him, and and and, and they're suing BlackRock. They're suing suing uh, Larry Fink, but. But then what we're having, and so so people are having to deal with, with higher oil gas prices because of this. So oil and gas, so the company oil companies haven't invested as much oil and gas, so we're not seeing a huge ramp up in production. So oil and gas should do well for next year. Companies in, in the telephones, different things, uh, electric, if they have good dividends, good you're not two percent, but something that, that that's a good dividend, those are going to be good places to be. <clears throat> As we talked about, you know, if you if you can pick up uh, up uh, you know a full over four and a half percent, four point seven percent on on one year treasuries or four point four on two year treasuries, that's not that's a guaranteed rate of return. And the thing about a treasury is they're the easiest thing in the world to sell. And so this is something we're going to see. Uh, I think the big story for twenty twenty three is really going to be the continuation of this bipolar world that that uh, president biden has put in place that where the chinese are going to try to 
put a, a petro yuan or some type of, of 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 alternative to the dollar. And I think that's going to affect a lot of things this year and can, can going to be one of the big stories. Anyway, these are some of the ideas. I think it's, you know, the markets are going to be very volatile. We're going to see a continuation of what we've seen uh, over uh, in, in 2022, probably into the first I think the second half of the year is going to be much better than the first half of the year. I think particularly I'm really concerned about the April, May time frame. We'll see what happens there in January. We'll watch those. But but I think you want to still have your guard up and still can be cautious and still understand this is no longer the indexing world. This is a much more targeted investing. You want to be in things that, that are going to work in, in inflation and in, in, in shortages in, 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 in different worlds, in a, in a bipolar world. And that's going to be the key going forward. But we're going to write a lot about this in our Max Out Savings Report. If you haven't go, had a chance, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com and sign up for the free report. And if you need some help managing your IRA rollover, we'll be happy to help you out at Max Out Savings. Advisors, we're here in Houston. We're locally. I'll sit down and meet with you. You can request an appointment on the website. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. But at least sign up for the free report. By the way, we never call you. We never bother you if you sign up for the report. Uh, we, we try to. We want to help you out, save money, save aggressively, and invest conservatively. We want to help you understand that it's a different world, and you have to invest differently to protect your retirement over the long term. Well, I hope everybody has a happy new year, and uh, and uh, going forward, it enjoys the weekend here, and and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Saving Show. Again, my name is Ted Gioka, and remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.